This is the Grind, Sell, and Elevate podcast by Tizer Evans, where we do a deep dive on how to stay driven, how to be a top-tier salesperson, and how to elevate the quality of your life. Hey, everybody. This is Tizer Evans with Grind, Sell, and Elevate. Uh, just wanted to run a quick podcast off of a Instagram story I actually did yesterday. Um, I was talking about homeostasis and I, when I, uh, not a lot of you guys probably know this because it's not something I talk about often, um, with my, um, on my podcast or on my Instagram or any, any of my outlets, my YouTube, but I'm a certified, um, level two Reiki practitioner. And I got certified about seven years ago, uh, level one Reiki. And, um, while I was there, you know, going through, uh, the training, and if you, for those of you who don't know who Reiki is, it's energy healing. And uh, one of the things that came up, the lady who was the Reiki master who was giving the class, who's also by trait, um, was a hypnotherapist. And she talked a lot about how people have, where their preconceived notions come of themselves and how energy healing can help to heal people's you know, mind, body, spirit. But what I, a big takeaway from me at that time was I did not know that people by the time that they're about eight years old, already have determined their self-worth. So this is why you see people, they grow up in abusive, um, alcoholic, drug-addicted type families. Um, either they're subjected to physical, mental, or sexual abuse. You know why they have a hard time ever getting out of living a better life uh, because it affects their mind so much. And someone who's talked down to or abused mentally they start to determine their self-worth by eight years old. So when they're, you know, three, four, five years old and they're told they're not worth anything, they'll never become anything, then that becomes programmed in their mind. So this relates a lot to, you know, how successful people come. Um, you know, people that, you know, it's why we like hearing those stories of people that break out of an, a bad childhood and become like a Steve Harvey. You know, the guy was homeless. He didn't have running water or... Um, a toilet or anything like that until he was five years old, uh, lived in his car for three years. Um, you know, and now look at it, he's a superstar. So it takes a lot of fortitude and a lot of mental strength and self-awareness to understand where you came from, but also then how to start to break out of it. And so the homeostasis, basically she was saying that, you know, you have your self-worth, it's determined by the time you're eight years old. And that will kind of determine how much money you make in your life and what you do with your career and who you marry and even how you treat your own children. So you guys know, obviously, I have my own podcast, and I get asked a lot, you know, how do you make your podcast? How do you get started on that? And I will tell you, Anchor is the best source for making your podcast. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now you can match Anchor with great sponsors who will advertise your podcast for you. That means you can get paid to do a podcast right away. So in fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing and reading this right now, this ad that you're listening to. Uh, so if you're interested in creating your own podcast and or looking how to monetize it, then Anchor is the best way to go. Check it out. And so I thought a lot about this and it was good information analyzing my life and where I was, you know, and so what a lot of people do going back to the homeostasis is say that you have a job and you know, you're, um, you're, you're a plumber and you make $70,000 a year. And that, and that in your mind, you've determined that is your worth, right? Is that $70,000. And 
So most people, when they lose a job, you'll see this with friends or family, maybe even yourself. When you lose your job, or if you've ever lost a job, you'll find another job that goes right back in between that, say, that seventy dollars to $85,000 mark. You're never really going to make more than that because you don't feel that you're worth it. So, um, you know, it, you kind of stay in that pendulum of seventy dollars to $85,000. You never really make more than eighty five, but you never make less than seventy or somewhere around that number because you feel that you are worth that. So you don't feel like you're worth more than 85, but you don't feel like you're worth less than 70. And those numbers can vary. I'm just using this as an example, obviously. So that's the homeostasis. So you stay right in that in that pendulum, and most people never break out of that mold their entire life. And so this is why I think it's so important. You know, I'm gonna give you guys three things right now I think that will help you uh, to break out of that mold so you can continue to develop new levels, whether it's income, spirituality, self-healing, relationships, uh, whatever it is that you feel like you're kind of trapped and you want to get out of it. Um, so the things that I've done um, are, you know, first, you have to set larger goals. So you have to really not only set larger goals, but become obsessed with your goal. Look at it when you wake up, look at it before you go to bed and really believe that you're worth the goal. So we'll just go back to income because it's the easiest one and one I can relate to a lot. So when you set, say, you're, you're, you've never made more than 75000 and you'd really like to make six figures. So you set the goal of, you know, in 12 months from now, I want to make $100,000. So how do you start to do this, right? So you set a goal that's larger than anything you thought was you were capable of now, once you have the goal set of the $100,000, now you need to set micro goals and draw a roadmap on getting there. And why I think the micro goals are so important are you can smoke, you can focus then on the small victories, right? So if you're, for the, say, for the first month, you, you make $5,000 a month, you want to set your goal for making $5,500 or $6,000. So then how do you accomplish that? Is it by making, you know, in sales? Is it by making 10 extra phone calls a day? Is it by setting three extra appointments a week? You know, how do you start to level up? So if you can start to hit those little small micro goals, micro goals on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, then you're going to start to hit your overall macro goals, I like to call it, or your larger goal. So if you take that and you're able to increase your income weekly by a little bit, right, and over 52 weeks, you're going to hit a new mark. And then once you hit that new benchmark and you accomplish that goal, that becomes your new homeostasis. So that becomes now that $100,000 mark is your, your low point, right? And then maybe a high point's 110. And then you just repeat the process and then setting a larger goal and then a larger goal and a larger goal and keep going. And, and for me, you know, I would never think you'd want to stop. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be with uh, income. There's all types of different wealth out there. But whatever you're, you're focused on, whatever you're trying to get yourself out of, you can always continue to just grow and grow. Life's just about growth. So you just keep setting larger goals and keep challenging yourself. Now, the second thing that I think that um, you should do is take accountability. You know, Jordan Peterson's book talks about this a lot, which is a great reference, uh, The 12 Rules for Life. But take accountability at who you associate yourself with. So... Are you associating yourself with people that are at your income or below? Probably because they make you feel comfortable. They, they enable you to stay exactly where you're at. So uh, if you're looking at you know, wanting to go to the next level, then you need to start surrounding yourself with people that are already at that level, right? So if you want to 
make six figures, then you need to surround yourself with people who make six figures. And just by association, again, you'll start to feel that you're worth it. You'll start to pick up tips, tricks from them. You'll start to understand how they invest, how they save, different ways that they've gotten to different uh, levels of success or spiritual wealth or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, and this is what it's, it's hard for a lot of people is in to disassociate yourself with those people that aren't serving you in your best interest. And that can be really, really hard for a lot of people. But it's absolutely necessary. I look at my closest friends. They all, we all have about the same uh, income. And not only do we have about the same amount of income, if you looked at where my closest friends and where we all were five, six, seven years ago, we have now, all of us have either... Um, 2x or 3x our income. And we seem to be progressing like that as people. So I want to surround myself with people that are always setting new benchmarks for themselves. Um, And then, you know, I have mentors in my life that have done 10x what I have, but they're great references for me to learn from and to, you know, help me get through the failures or problems that I'm, you know, um, dealing with in my life. So take accountability for who you associate yourself with. And really analyze if you're trying to work on just being a more positive person, but you're completely surrounded by people that have a victim mentality and are very negative, then you need to get rid of them, right? And surround yourself with happy, loving people. Go find a, go find a yoga studio and uh, make some new friends there. So then the last thing uh, that I would suggest doing is put yourself in uncomfortable positions. Discomfort spurs growth. So if you're someone... Again, you're, you're living a life very comfortable and you're trying to break out of your homeostasis. You're trying to bring out of your little bubble. You got to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. So maybe it's overcoming a fear. Uh, maybe it's rekindling uh, a relationship that you know that you were on the wrong end of a while ago. Do something that you know that is going to spawn growth. Maybe it's, you know, I've always wanted to do martial arts, but I've always been intimidated of doing martial arts. So you're going to go to a martial arts class. It's something that starts to break you out of your bubble. And then again, it goes back to those small victories. You do something that's uncomfortable for you. You have success doing it. You prove to yourself that you can do it. You can be good at something different. And what does that do? It builds confidence. And when you start to build confidence, it just, it really bleeds over into all other areas of your life. Um, So those are the three things that I would recommend. I just think it's important to never want to stop growing and progressing as a person. I think people oftentimes, they don't realize that they're in their own little comfort bubble and then they just kind of feel lost and trapped. And I think if you just do those three things to start with, there's a million other things you can do to start to help yourself. But if you do those three things right away, and you start to implement them, which you can just start doing in the next hour uh, tomorrow, then you're going to start to see your life change dramatically um, in, a, in short order, really. So uh, hopefully that was useful to you guys. Um, I enjoy bringing uh, different types of content with you. So I, not, I haven't really actually, um, I don't do any type of promotions for the the podcast. Um, but I would ask you if you find what I talk about useful or helpful, uh, the book reviews or sales advice or uh, different life advice to help to elevate your life, you know, grind so elevate um, to a different level to be to optimize yourself at a better level, then please share with your friends, um, you know, through social media or just word of mouth. Um, I would really, really appreciate it. And, and I hope that everyone is having a beautiful weekend. I'll talk to you soon.